Hey, it's Neville here. And today I wanted to record a short little thing that I call the stupid email. Every Friday I send one of these out. And what does stupid mean? Well, it's an acronym I made up for swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. So I'm gonna describe to you in audio format what the stupid email was this week. So the first thing I had was a swipe. And a swipe is just a piece of marketing that you save so you can reference later. And what I'm looking at over here is these classic silly putty mail order ads. So it's these old 1950s back of the magazine drawings and kind of pastel colors. And the way they sell the product is by showing and illustrating and writing out fun uses for the product, for Silly Putty. So some of the uses that they have are like bounces, stretches, makes things, floats when shaped into boats, picks up comic book characters, and they illustrate these and write it out. And honestly, if you were to promote Silly Putty these days, it's honestly kind of the exact same type of marketing. Nothing about our brains has really changed since the 1950s, so we'd probably advertise this in a different way, but only because we have different mediums. So instead of just back-of-the-envelope pictures that we'd sell with, we'd probably have social media posts that are images, photography, and videos. Let's get on to a thought. Here's an interesting thought I had. Podcasts are so much easier to make than YouTube videos. With podcasts, you just need to entertain someone's ears. With videos, you must also entertain their eyes. So I've been trying to put more interesting thoughts and conversations into podcasts lately because like I'm doing right now, I don't look really good. I'm not camera ready. I'm waking up in the morning right now. My hair is all weird. I got crust in my eyes, but I can record this for you. And guess what? You can't see me, so it doesn't really matter. And the other thing with video is you have to make sure you have a good camera. You have to make sure you have good lighting. You have to make sure you have a good background. Then you have to import these huge files. Then you have to edit these files to make them really interesting for people's eyes so they can sit there and be totally entertained by their ears and their eyes with your video. Whereas with just entertaining your ears via a podcast, all I have to do is just keep talking. And you are probably doing something else with your time and your eyes right now that are keeping you occupied, whereas I can just talk. So making podcasts is just so much easier than making videos. I think videos are better because if you make a good video, you can just rip the audio and that is a podcast. So let's get on to something uplifting. Um, this guy, Jimmy Leotoud, who is the founder of Jimmy John's, he originally tried starting a burger stand and he got a loan from his dad for $25,000. And so he went out and he tried to start a burger stand and he realized that the grill, the fryer, the equipment, all the inventory, it was going to end up costing him $45,000 minimum just to get started, which is way over his budget. So he asked his dad for another 20K and his dad was like, sorry, bud, I told you I'd only give you $25,000. You've just got to make this work. So he was a little bit dejected. He's like, well, I can't start a burger stand without all that equipment. So he was in a college town one day and he visited this shop that only sold cold sandwiches. And he noticed the owner was using one of those, you know, like a free Coca-Cola promotional fridge. That's what he was using to store everything. So, you know, like a, a fridge, like it's a normal size fridge at a store and it says Coca-Cola on the side or Red Bull or something. And it's got a bunch of shelves 
for all the Coca-Cola drinks. But instead, this uh, owner of the sandwich shop was using that fridge to store the meats, the condiments, the drinks, the toppings. So <laughs> the store owner he saw was using this one promotional fridge, which he got for free, to store his entire inventory. So Jimmy John saw that, and he was just like, well, that seems super easy. So he ended up opening a store for only a few thousand dollars because the only equipment he needed was a fridge, a meat slicer, and some random kitchen utensils. And so that's how Jimmy John started. He wanted to start a burger stand, but in fact, he just didn't have enough money. And he saw a guy using a promotional Coca-Cola fridge. And so he decided, well, I guess I'm just gonna only sell cold sandwiches. And that's how he got started for really cheap. And that till this day, Jimmy John's only sells cold sandwiches and has very little equipment compared to anyone else. Uh, the picture part of this email is gonna be a little bit harder to describe, but I'll describe the story. Um, the last week I've been uh, dog sitting an 85 pound pit bull named Sid. It's actually one of my buddies, uh, Sam Parr's dog. And uh, I was supposed to be out of town with them, but I just bought a house and I have to stay here and handle some house stuff. So um, I took care of Sid and it's been pretty fun having a dog. I mean, I love dogs. It's just like a lot of work and I love living in buildings for now. And I don't know, living in a building with a dog, you gotta go up and down an elevator all the time. It's a little bit annoying, but it is a little bit fun. Uh, every morning, a dog gets you out of the house, you know? Like you have to go outside and let it poop and pee and all that kind of stuff. So that part's kind of interesting. Um, you do take a lot more walks when you have a dog. Um, Sid is an old dog. He's he's pretty old. He's a big dog, and he's like 10, 11 years old. So he's he's pretty slow. I, I can't run with him. Um, I used to take care of him and be able to run with him and have a good time, uh, rough house with him and stuff. But he's he's a pretty pretty old dog right now. So he's more chill than anything. And I'd say ninety five percent of the time he's sleeping in his old dog bed by my feet. So. Uh, it's cute to have him around, but you can't run with him. So anyways, that was kind of interesting. Had a dog for a week, about to give him back today. Here is an interesting thing. Here's an interesting mental model that I've used quite frequently if I'm a little confused about a problem. And that is flipping any problem you have backwards. And here's what I mean by that. Here's an example. So if I say, how can I make more money? I switch the I, so how can I make more money? And I try flipping the around and say, how can I make other people more money? So the opposite of me is others. So how can I make other people more money? So let's say you're thinking like, how can I make more money? Well, if you think, how can I make others more money? You're like, oh, that gives me a lot of ideas. Like, why don't I make emails for them? Why don't I improve their websites? And then it gives you this other perspective of how you can make money. So I think this is a really helpful way to approach a problem and potentially find an interesting solution. So instead of how can I be happy? What if you ask, how can I make others happy? And in turn, that might make you happy. So try flipping a problem around and, and seeing if you like it. Here is the drawing section of the stupid email, and I will describe to you what I have drawn here. So I'm trying to draw out a concept that says, when you write, it is your job to take a bunch of words and reduce it down to a minimum. And this helps people absorb the information in the fastest way. And what I drew here was a large document, an arrow, a smaller document, and then an arrow in a smaller document. So we're taking something big and making it small. 
And then I'm gonna say, it It kind of looks like a big math equation. Like you might see a whole mess of stuff that looks like this. And I'm basically showing a very complicated uh, force uh, function where it's all filled out and you're seeing the mass of first object, mass of second object. And if you boil all that information down to its core, it becomes a very simple equation. And so for example, I am showing here a memo of a really long memo and it's like a big wall of text and I've seen these in offices before. It's like you gotta like read this assignment to understand the memo. Giant memo, tons of words on the page, no images, no nothing. And that can all be boiled down to, please clean up before leaving the break room. <laughs> so basically I'm taking this long passive aggressive memo and just saying, please clean up before leaving the break room. And that is what I think that writing is all about. You take these very complex topics or like a lot of information and you try to distill it down into its purest, simplest form. And the reason we do that is because the whole point of writing is not to write a bunch of words. It is not to write words that are beautiful or anything like that. It's trying to install information from my head to your head or my head to a million people's heads. And whichever the fastest and most efficient way of doing that is what you should pick. So for example, if I wanna show a picture of a zebra, I don't have to describe a zebra. I could just hold up a picture of a zebra and you instantly understand what a zebra is. That way, so in that sense, like actually writing about a zebra is kind of silly versus just showing a picture of it. So I wanna encourage you that if you're gonna write something today, write it all out, write the whole email out, and then try to just get rid of all the stuff you just totally don't need and see if you could distill it down to its absolute core. So a quick recap of the stupid email today, which is a swipe, a thought, uplifting picture, interesting drawing. The swipe was uh, the silly putty ads. The thought was that podcasts are so much easier than YouTube videos. The picture is that I've been dog sitting 85 pound pit bull named Sid. The interesting thing is an interesting mental model of trying flipping the problem you have backwards. The drawing is taking a bunch of words and reducing it down to a minimum. I hope you enjoyed this little uh, podcast thing. And like I said, in the interesting thought is that it's so much easier to make a podcast. And instead of making this a video that was very difficult and a lot of editing, really in one shot, I made this podcast and that's what you're listening to. And maybe you should start a podcast. Maybe if you have interesting thoughts or ideas or conversations, you can record them and put it out. And that could be an interesting thing to uh, get people to listen to you. I heard uh, one of my buddies in a recent interview say that he's focusing on YouTube for the next three years and YouTube is a great way to get leads and get exposed to new people. The thing is though, all of his sales come through his podcast. He said there's something really interesting about like a video, the average watch time is something like three minutes on YouTube, but the average listen time for a podcast is like 45 minutes to an hour and a half. So you have people's attention for much, much longer whenever you just let them listen to the audio. So that's what I'm doing right now. And you know, let me know if you like these. Um, sometimes it's hard to tell with podcasts if people listen to them. The only stats you get for a podcast is downloads, which can be very, very misleading. Like my phone downloads all my top podcasts automatically and I don't always listen to them. So it counts as a download. Uh, you don't totally know sometimes if people are listening. So if you are listening, I don't know, drop me a message on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash nevmed. Let me know that you're listening to my podcast or respond to this email, uh, nevmed at gmail.com is my personal email address. You can respond there or neville at copywritingcourse.com. Respond and let me know that you're listening to these and that you like them. And that encourages me to make more or less depending on the feedback. So my name is Neville Medora. I hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye.